God's meltdown. And You're joined by Andre Anderson from Royal Hunt. It's great to be chatting this evening in these crazy days. You're releasing your 15th album, Dystopia, in December. Can you tell us what can we expect from this masterpiece? I know it's a masterpiece because I've already listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, it's a, it's a concept album which uh, inspired by Ray Bradbury's Fahrenheit 451. And um, uh, the main difference between the, the, let's say, the previous Royal Hunt album and this one is uh, what is, uh, it's a true concept. Uh, I, I won't call it like a rock opera or something like that, no. But uh, we have a lot of guests. So every guest have his own role and uh, his own character. And that's, that way is definitely uh, different from previous albums, which we did. But other than that, you know, all the, all the typical musical stuff, which is typical for Royal Hunt, they're still there. The only difference is it's a story and we have a bunch of characters in that story. Yeah, you have a number of great musicians on the album, such as Matt Sullivan, Mark Bowles, right. and Henrik Bockman. But which track are you most proud of that they featured on? Uh, yeah, it's it's changeable. But at the moment, at the moment, probably, I'm uh, I'm most excited about the third track. Actually, uh, where DC and Matt Sullivan they have this duet there, uh, the Art of Dying. Uh, that's one of my favorites, at the moment at least. Cool. I was going to ask you about three of the tracks on the album, if you can give us insight into Burn, The Art of Dying, and Hound of the Damned. Damned. Uh, Hound of the Damned, uh, yeah, it's uh, with Kenny Lupke. And, and again, it's a duet with DC and Kenny Lupke. It's, it's a very different track. I mean, very and very, but still, I mean, it's, it's kind of a standout track. Yeah, it's it's a nice one. It's a nice one. Uh, very industrial sounding, especially the first half of it. What about the art of dying? And it's a special one. Uh, I don't know how. It, I don't know why this particular one. I, I don't know. The wipe is unbelievable, and this this play between DC and and Matt's. It's very, it's very emotional. In a way, so yeah, it's it, for, at, at the moment it's one of the standout track, standout tracks, definitely. Yeah, personal favorite of mine is "Burn." Can you give us some ideas? Ah, the, the second one, yeah. Yeah, can you give us some ideas about that one? Uh, it's the beginning of a story, basically, and uh, it, that's that song is just just DC, just by himself, and uh, I, I think he did an outstanding job. I mean the the vocal vocal parts on this on this particular song and burn it's just impeccable. Uh, we were very lucky, uh, but we were able to work on those songs where DC is singing solo, so 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 to speak. Uh, we could record it in Copenhagen, so we could spend a lot of time going line after line and to do it as good as we possibly can. Uh, so, uh, yeah, just only praise from my side to DC for that one. Was it a worry releasing the album during COVID-19? Um, has it affected your plans at all? Of course, of course. I mean, everybody's affected, you know, and, uh, and, and Royal Hunt as well. I mean, we had different plans. I mean, we were 
supposed to actually, now we were supposed to be on tour. I mean, the entire October, November, we were supposed to be touring. Uh, so they didn't materialize. So the album was supposed to come out in the late summer, like August or something like that. And uh, we couldn't do that because we couldn't tour, obviously. Uh, so we delayed the album, actually. So our album is coming out in December, you know. So, and we'll see how it will play out, this whole thing. But I mean, so we couldn't sit on this album forever. I mean, it had to come out at some point in time, and we were kind of dragging it a little bit. And uh, but okay, December it is. Have you sort of considered doing a live stream on release day if you can't get out? Could be. It could be. It could be a great idea. I mean, as we have an excellent, excellent theater here, and they were inviting us over to do something like that. But the problem is, DC can't travel, and even Andreas and Habo, they from Stockholm. They can't come to Copenhagen. I mean, it's restrictions everywhere. So, um, so at the moment, it's impossible. Let's see. Maybe the situation will change for the better. Could be. Let's see. As I said. But at the moment, it's absolutely impossible. It is crazy, insane, worrying times. I mean, who would have thought? I think I spoke to you last year um, that the world has just totally changed and gone yep. upside down hasn't it and uh, it just it, and it's and it happens so rapidly yeah absolutely that's what's scary about it it was just like i still remember like end of february there was kind of just nothing there and the first week of march it was like panic total panic everywhere you know and it switched like in one week yeah so yeah let's see well you could write the next album about covid19 couldn't you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't know what to do i mean as i i i haven't been on tour for so long i mean last time we played it was like a freaking year ago i mean i almost forgot how to do it yeah. <laughs> yeah. was just i was just like before i talked to you i just uh, i've been talking to andreas passmark the, the bass player and he's in exactly the same situation says what are we gonna do and he's asking me so say why are you asking me I mean, I don't know. I'm just sitting here. Yeah, absolutely insane. So while you have been in lockdown, have you been working on any other projects? Yeah, I mean, yes and no. I mean, so I did a, a couple of documentaries. Uh, I was fortunate enough to have uh, to have two jobs, you know, and uh, I did a couple of documentaries, nothing major, but still, so it just basically just to keep me occupied, you know, just to do something. And then, of course, I, it's always like that. When you release the album... I start thinking, I have already have idea for a next one. So I'm sitting there, I have like a half a song here, and a, a riff there, or an instrumental part or something. It's beats and pieces, you know. So uh, while I have a lot of free time on my hands, of course, I'm looking at it and see what it will be, you know. So saying, everybody's talking about doing different projects and just like one-offs, you know, just because everybody's at home. You know, so, so that that could be a possibility as well, uh, because I know quite a bit 
uh, good musicians, interesting people, you know, you can do something that, I don't know, for a hell of it, you know, but not maybe, maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but who knows, you know, during the winter, we might come up with something. Absolutely. Well, sticking with the quarantine, if you were stuck for a year with four musicians, dead or alive, who would you take with you? Well, uh, it should be a drinkers, should be drinkers. Because we're not doing anything, we're in quarantine. <laughs> so it could be, ah, it's hard to sell. It's hard to sell. You know what? To be completely honest, I would like to be locked down with my own band, <laughs> if possible. I haven't seen them for so long. So once restrictions are hopefully lifted, what are your plans? Uh, it depends when it will happen, you know, and if, it's, um, if this circus will continue for another year, we can as well do another album, you know, what else to do? In case it will be lifted, sure, we'll, we'll like to play. Hard to imagine when, but it will be nice. I mean, as I said, like we were planning this October, November for tour. Okay, it's canceled, obviously. We didn't even start booking it, like, for sure, the places. You know, we, we were just like in the very beginning talking to promoters, and then it's the whole thing started. Uh, so maybe so maybe during the summer, maybe they'll organize some festivals here and there. Maybe we might we might participate, but you know it's it's hard to predict. Hard to predict. So I'm not counting on anything. Uh, I would like to tour. I was talking to all the musicians who were involved uh, in the dystopia. I talked to Matt Slevin. I talked to Mark Bowles. Rest of the guys. Everybody wanted to go. It will be excellent. If we can go and perform it just like a record uh, with all the guests and stuff like that. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I'm not planning on anything. The music industry was already sort of struggling. What with Spotify, etc., the Internet? Are you glad that 15 albums down the line that you started when you did? <sighs> yeah. I mean, all this talk about music industry and Spotify and YouTube. I mean, it's, it, it is crazy. I mean, it's, it's hard to describe how it is. I mean, this is, unfortunately, I remember how it used to be. Unfortunately. I think I'll be happy if I didn't know that. And uh, when it was more order, that was, uh, things were easier. But now, I mean, you, we have all this new technology. We're supposed to embrace it. I mean, what else can you do? You know, and when we've and just when we fought Spotify and all the streaming services, it was the worst thing what happened to music. Now COVID nineteen came. Now it's the live scene is dead. You know, so I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> Seriously. I know it's insane. Absolutely insane. So uh, I don't know. As some, fortunately, as I said, you know, so I, I can work with some of the some TV stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm working with some um, sports stuff from uh, sports personalities from Japan still. Uh, I mean, they're using some of my music in uh, computer games and stuff like that, you know. And uh, of course, I mean, so there's so I, at least I have some kind of income, but I feel sorry for guys who was basically living off the road just by playing because that's that's the end of it. I mean, for at least another year, I'm afraid. Yeah, totally. Um, okay, go back in time. What brought you on the path 
to becoming a musician and did you ever consider any other routes to take through life besides music? I don't think so. I was pretty straightforward at this thing. I mean, as I grew up with music, so it was like a natural for me. I mean, so nobody expected me to go from classical music to rock music. That's a different thing. But I mean, my life in music was already started when I was like five or six years old. You know, so it was like, yeah, it was a straight line all the way. So it's hard for me to imagine myself in in a different role somehow. If one of the songs from Dystopia could appear on a soundtrack or any film or cult TV series, which one would you choose and why? From Dystopia, uh, Art of Dying, yeah, that's the favorite. But um, Snake Eyes is a cool one. That could be used anywhere. When you are back on tour, hopefully within the next year, how difficult is it going to be to choose a set list or would you plan to just play the whole Dystopia album at some stage live? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's every year picking up the set list is getting harder and harder because we, we have so much material to choose from. But usually, usually what we do, um, we ask the fans. Uh, we'll write on the Facebook or whatever it is on social media and people can just like come up with different suggestions. What to play and uh, say, of course, we're not taking it 100% because we have our own favorites. So, uh, which we wanted to play as well. Uh, I would like to play Dystopia all the way through with guests and the whole thing. I would like to do that. Uh, but as, at the moment, it's too early to say. But let's say how, uh, let's see how fans will react to the album. Uh, if they like it, if they, they'll think it's a good idea, sure, why not? I would love to do that. Excellent. It'll be fun to have like five different singers with you on stage. That'll be fun. Yeah, that'd be absolutely amazing. Mark Bowles, of course, in my view, has been very underrated in the whole scene. Um, it's unbelievable the amount of work and albums he's actually appeared on, isn't it? Yeah, Mark is... I mean, he's exceptional. I mean, he's he's so great. And, and, and another thing which is very, very important as well, he's so easy to work with. I mean, there's like... There's almost nothing he couldn't do. I mean, his range is unbelievable. It's off the charts. And yet, I mean, he's very easy to work with. I mean, he understands, he listens. When you're explaining what you want him to do and what's the whole vibe is in a song and stuff like that, he listens and he's very good, very good. I mean, I'm so happy to actually working with people like that. What was the first album you ever owned? Oh, that that's easy. Deep Purple in Rock. Okay, and what was the last song you listened to? The last song I listened to, boo. Ah, actually, it was bum 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 bum. Wait, wait, I was listening. Ah, actually, uh, yesterday I was uh, I was listening to the new Rick Wakeman, Red Planet. Vinyl or digital? Vinyl. Beer or Danish bacon? Danish bacon. Symphonic metal or classic metal? Or classic metal. Denim or leather? Leather. Donald Trump or Kermit the Frog? <laughs> They're pretty equal. Okay, I'll go with the orange one. Cool, okay. Thank you so much for your time this evening. Do you have any 
Any final words for your fans and our listeners? Absolutely. Uh, so I really, I, I'm, I'm sorry how things didn't work out as we planned uh, regarding the tour and the proper release dates and the whole thing. But finally, the album is out, and we, as a band, feel it's one of our strongest ones. So just give it a listen, enjoy it, and I hope you'll like it. Hi, this is Andrew Anderson, Royal Hunt, and you're listening to Metal Gods Meltdown. <laughs>